Hello and welcome to Be The Wave. I'm Bonnie, your host, and I'm here to share personal insights, encouragements, and little but powerful reminders about self-kindness, compassion, and intentional living. Hello everyone and welcome back to Be The Wave. My name is Bonnie and I hope that you guys have been having a good week by taking care of yourself or having fun things to do in your life. In honor of May being the Mental Health Awareness Month, I want to continue talking about my mental health. In the last episode, I talked about my struggles and my story behind my anxiety and my depression, what I was going through as I was struggling with these thoughts and feelings. And so today I want to talk about ways in which therapy helped me go through these emotions and go through these episodes of anxiety and depression. Once again, I want to remind you guys that this was my own experience with therapy and that I know it may look different for others. But given that I found other people's stories of mental health and what they got through in therapy to be very, very valuable, regardless of how similar or different their story was from mine, I want to share more about my story. So just for a bit of background before I talk about how therapy helped me, I started going to therapy at the end of November in 2008 for every week except for the holidays and Christmas, for about an hour each session until March 8th, during which I terminated services after having a discussion with my therapist. My therapy program was through my union and employee assistance program, which is called EAP for short, and I was provided these services for free or at a very low cost. So this is definitely something that you should look into within your job or your company if you are searching for a therapy program for the first time, because you never know whether your company or your workplace might be offering you these low cost and available services. So my therapy session was an individual one-to-one therapy, and my therapist and I primarily worked on my mental health struggles by utilizing a combination of cognitive behavioral therapy, also known as CBT, and also acceptance commitment therapy, which is also known to be ACT or ACT therapy for short. All right, now so that we covered my basics of what my therapy looked like, let's talk about what therapy did for me. The first and foremost thing that therapy did for me was that it allowed me to be comfortable with talking about feelings with someone else. Despite the fact that I've always regarded myself to be someone who is empathetic and someone who is open about discussing feelings and being honest with people I trust, I still grew up in this society where I was subconsciously and subtly taught that I shouldn't be openly expressing my feelings. And growing up, we weren't provided with the language to talk about the feelings in a coherent and understanding and discerning way. And as you also may have experienced, the more we are not talking openly about something and are not equipped with the right tools, the right mindset and the languages to discuss something, we end up shaming and stigmatizing these opportunities to discuss and experience these very topics. 
And because feelings, especially talking or experiencing negative feelings, were so stigmatized, I always had a tendency to blame myself and ridicule myself for feeling things, particularly because I personally felt like I was feeling these feelings 15 times more than others. And because my feelings were stronger than others, I felt so ashamed. Over the course of my treatment and therapy, however, I eventually realized that you don't necessarily have to judge whatever you are feeling and that it is possible for you to create this space between you experiencing these feelings and your reaction towards that feeling. Because for me, that reaction was always immediate. Whenever I was upset about something that happened to me, my voice would immediately tell me, you shouldn't be feeling those feelings, why are you feeling this way? And sort of criticizing my experience rather than validating it. Furthermore, I also learned that there was a difference in judging my feeling, which is what I define as demanding to know why I was feeling this yet again, and being curious about my feeling, which I feel is more of a wondering where these feelings and experiences were coming from in sort of a compassionate and curious and inquisitive way. And I grew more comfortable being transparent with my feelings without judgment and validating my feelings for what they are. I think this was honestly the biggest takeaway for me in therapy because now even when I do get upset or do get a little depressed or lethargic, rather than berating myself, I try to think about why I might be feeling this way. Or if I do find myself berating myself or my self-negative talk coming on, I try to catch that thought and think of it as a more compassionate way. I sometimes say out loud the words, it is okay for me to feel this, my feelings are valid, so that I don't go into that mode of talking down at myself and putting myself down for all the emotions and experiences I have. Because the bottom line is, therapy taught me that all my emotions are valid. Just like how in the previous episodes a few weeks ago I talked about, there aren't emotions that are inherently good or bad. I learned to sort of be mindful of whatever I was feeling. And to be curious and to see where this emotion was guiding me. And honestly, this mindfulness, this wakefulness of me towards my emotions has helped me immensely throughout my day-to-day life and activities and mindfulness is hopefully something I'll talk more about in a future episode. Second, another thing that therapy allowed me to do was to be more aware of my symptoms or indications or red flags that told me that I was feeling anxious or depressed, as well as things that may lead me to feel that way. One of the things that my therapist really helped me with was to narrow down and pinpoint the times before, during, and after I felt anxious or depressed, which was something that was really hard for me to do by myself when I was stuck in the midst of all of these emotions. He really helped me sort of peel off the layers in which I was feeling anxious or depressed. And... This was really helpful for me because often when you're in the midst of a mental health crisis or what I call a swamp, it's really hard to 
figure out what's going on because often you have a combination of physical senses, mental thoughts, emotions, and all of these sort of overwhelming you at once. And it's difficult to figure out what you can do to sort of feel better. So what my therapist did with me was ask me to describe the physical senses of what I was feeling during anxiety. So during this discussion, I realized that when I feel anxiety physically, it's usually in my stomach. I sort of feel queasy, uneasy, and I definitely feel myself having these shorter breaths and feeling that I'm almost going to get out of breath. In terms of what's going on inside my head, I sort of feel panic rising because I'm telling myself, I'm anxious, I'm anxious, I'm anxious. Oh no, something is going to happen. I don't know. And I feel this emotion of dreading and anticipation of something bad happening. And my therapist also told me to think about when this usually happens. And I realized that it usually happens when it's in the evenings right before work especially during Sunday evenings because I am sort of dreading that another work week is happening. Now, as for my depression, I realized that physically, I just sort of really feel lethargic. I don't really want to do anything. And I feel my temper being really, really short. I get really irritated easily. I sort of tend to stop doing what interests me. So looking back, I realized that when I was depressed, I never read a single page of my book. And books give me so much joy usually. And so I realized that when I am feeling depressed, I tend to shy away from things that I really enjoy and really take a lot of happiness from. Another example of my indication that depression is sort of creeping back on me is when I feel this spontaneous and irrational desire to cut myself isolated from everyone else. This might manifest in the forms of me wanting to delete all of my social media apps, my chatting and texting apps. And when this usually happens, I realize that, oh, I actually do want connection, but my body is sort of processing depression in an opposite way where I'm trying to cut off myself socially from everyone else. And so because now I am more aware of these red flags and these symptoms and indications when my mental health is sort of taking a U-turn, I am better aware of what's going on. And because I am more aware of what's going on, I'm able to prepare myself for to sort of get myself out of it before it becomes too bad. So if I do feel quite anxious, I try to take longer breaths because short breaths is like a symptom of my anxiety. And I tell myself that I am anxious, but everything usually turns out to be okay. Or I also journal it out to organize my thoughts so that it doesn't seem so overwhelming. And usually taking a deep breath, having a little bit of a mindful practice and journaling helps me. Had I not known that these symptoms were indications of my anxiety or depression, I would never be able to come up with a plan to 
resolve it or to handle my emotions. And last but not least, being in therapy made me realize that I had this weird thought pattern where I categorize things black and white. And an example of this is I always saw people as good or bad. And there wasn't really a continuum of goodness and badness. So whenever I messed up or I did something that I thought was an indication that I was not a good person, I would immediately berate myself and categorize myself as a bad person. When in fact, through therapy, I realized that people are incredibly complex and one action does not define them completely. It was an incredibly hard but extremely valuable lesson that I learned in therapy that I have this black and white vision or perspective towards myself more harshly than I perceive other people. So for example, I am quite good at not judging people for that one sole action because I know that there might have been a circumstance in which they made a mistake or they had an error in judgment. And it's very unfair for me to label them as a bad or a not good person based on that one instance. However, I never realized until I came to therapy that I was using those harsh, arbitrary, black and white standards against myself. And this, I realized, what was causing a lot of my anxiety and depression. I was using unfair standards to label myself, to categorize myself as a incompetent clinician because I messed up on one session or that I was a bad partner because there was that one instance where I had a short temper. And I think this perspective is just so harmful for me and for everyone else. And thankfully, with the help of my therapist, I realized that people are very complex and that one dot or one action or one word does not or cannot define them. And with this new perspective in mind, I'm much more able to be more compassionate towards myself. I am able to say that was one hard part of the day, but that does not mean it was a bad day. I might have made a mistake, but that doesn't mean I'm a flawed person. And most of all, my therapist made me realize that I should be accepting of my anxiety, but anxiety does not define me. I'm a complex person, just like anyone else. And so having anxiety doesn't make me a bad person or a weak person or a flawed person. Actually, having that anxiety might make me an interesting person might make me more of a open person towards mental health, a more brave person towards vulnerability, admitting that I do have these difficulties. Okay, so that was a longer episode than usual, but I really hope that you guys found value in my discussion of what therapy has helped me. Therapy has helped me, in short, in three aspects. Number one, it had really made me be more open and more compassionate about me sharing my feelings and talking about them. Number two, 
is that it made me more mindful and aware of the symptoms and indications that might let me know that I am feeling a little anxious or depressed so that I am equipped with better tools to make myself be better. And number three, it made me realize that I am a complex person and that just because I struggle a little bit or I had a bad day doesn't mean I am a bad person, nor does it mean that I have a bad life. So that was all for today's episode. I hope that you guys found my story to be insightful or to resonate something within you. And I hope to bring you more valuable and meaningful content. My wish for you is that I hope you take good care of yourself and always be kind to yourself. 